Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Trump's return to Washington. Number two, how House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer is dealing with Trump's indictment. And number three, where are the three Johns in the Senate are when it comes to Trump? All right, Jake, let's get into it. All eyes will be on former President Donald Trump today as he returns to Washington, not the triumphant or vindicated politician, but instead he's scheduled to be arraigned at 4 p.m. at the courthouse on Constitution Avenue. He's, of course, facing four felony charges related to his efforts to overturn the 2020 election, including the January 6th insurrection. Uh, Certainly going to be a spectacle uh, here in Washington with a ton of news media covering his every move and and whether he says something or doesn't. Um, But but coming in the middle of August, you know, not lawmakers aren't going to be here. Right. I mean, it's, it's kind of an interesting time for this all to be happening. Yeah, so a few a few things uh, worth noting here, as you said and as as you hinted to, this is not the way Trump wanted to return to Washington. Um, he's coming at uh, he's flying from his resort or his ho- his golf course in Bedminster, New Jersey, to presumably uh, DCA Ronald Reagan National Airport. Um, will arrive at the court around 3 p.m. or so and will be booked, um, uh, you know, fingerprinted, no mugshot, but he will be booked uh, on these four felony charges. Um, The police in the District of Columbia, so the Park Police, the U.S. Capitol Police, the Metropolitan Police, the Marshal Service, and the Federal Protective Service, Um, have been preparing for this for weeks. This is from uh, what uh, Capitol Police Chief Thomas Manger told us yesterday when they thought at a press conference when uh, after they thought there was a active shooter in the Hart Senate office building, which thank the Lord there was not. Um, And they had a call yesterday to discuss the precautions and the preparations for this um, this uh, appearance. Now, um, you know, on the um, substance here, um, we we uh, you know we don't need to go into all the charges. But it was interesting to me to watch uh, on CNN last night, Caitlin Collins interview former Trump Attorney General Bill Barr. Um, the uh, in it, we had we linked the eight minute clip in the interview in the newsletter this morning. Um, Barr said this is a complicated case, which it is. There's no question about that. And, you know, Trump's lawyers have said, listen, free speech. And this is just legitimate political discourse. This is what John Lauro, Trump's lawyer, keeps saying, that it's free speech, effectively. And that, um, it, it, you know, th- there's no reason for Trump to be rung up on free speech. But Barr made the, the point that the First Amendment, free speech, does not protect you from entering into a conspiracy. All conspiracies involve speech and all fraud involves speech. So free speech doesn't give you the right to engage in fraudulent conspiracy. So that was an interesting thing to hear from bar number two. The second interesting thing he said was that um, if Trump tries to say, well, this is legitimate advice that I got from my counsels and my advisors. And Barr's point is that, um, you know, he that would open him up to a cross-examination which would be difficult so anna that's that, those are a couple things that stood out to me 
Yeah, super interesting. Um, we will be all watching what happens at four o'clock this afternoon and the fallout thereafter. Uh, let's move into the number two story of the morning. Uh, an interesting look by Max Cohen on Investigation Nation and House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer, the Republican from Kentucky, and how he's in a bit of an awkward spot. He has been uh, defending former President Donald Trump and kind of on the line that a lot of Republicans uh, in Congress have been taking, saying, you know, it's a sad day for the justice system. Uh, A lot of other folks pointing to the two-tiered justice system. Um, But it's a little awkward for him because, you know, one of Comer's go-to responses when questioned for his on his credibility to investigate President Joe Biden is to tout his vote certifying the results of the 2020 election. Hard to square that. Yeah, I mean, yes, it is, and um, it is a it's a it, Comer. You know, I, I will say this though: Comer seems focused quite quite laser like on Hunter Biden. So yes, he he is he is he did vote. Um, to certify and um, uh, he, you know, and I, I, he has criticized Rudy Giuliani. He has done, he, but he's done a lot of that stuff, but um, he is a, I would say he's taking a different tack, which is he thinks Hunter Biden's a crook and Joe Biden's a crook, et cetera, et cetera. And that's all there is to it. So um, I, I think that's absolutely true. And um, I, 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 listen, Comer is, as rabid as of, a, of an anti-Trump person as we could find, but um, anti-Biden person, excuse me, he's not anti-Trump. Sorry, Mr. Comer. Um, but he is, uh, it, he's, he's definitely walking a tight, a tight rope in the House Republican conference. All right, let's run the number three story of the morning. Uh, moving over to the Senate. And of course, the three Johns, uh, these are the p- three potential successors to Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. And it's it's interesting to take a look at them, I, I think, in light of the Trump indictment and obviously the arraignment later today, because, you know, Mitch McConnell has been this longtime figurehead in uh, Senate Republican politics, uh, kind of single handedly, you know, kind of certainly not a, a, a close political figure to uh, former President Donald Trump. But the three Johns, who I think a lot of folks believe uh, one of them will be the successor to McConnell when he does step down, they have a very different posture when it comes to. Trump, um, certainly, uh, you know, especially when it comes to John Barrasso, who's really one of the only uh, of the three that has has kind of put out a statement explicitly sticking up for Trump following the indictment. Yeah, it was interesting to see. I mean, yes, I, I assume uh, Mitch McConnell, who had this medical episode a couple of weeks ago, um, is 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 kind of taking it easy. And John Thune, as we noted the other day, was fundraising in Nantucket. But, you know, the Internet works everywhere. And it was interesting to see that only John Barrasso, one of the three uh, Johns, including John Cornyn, um, is uh, is defending Trump. It, it's in line with where they have been for a long time. Um, and uh, especially in light of of McConnell's health issues, it's important to note. I mean, we're keeping an even closer eye on these three Johns um, in light of that and and their posture. I mean, listen, the Senate Republicans, as you and I have talked about a million times on this podcast and elsewhere, they don't want to talk about Trump. They have no interest in Trump. They think, you know, for the most part, um, they have no interest in Trump, except for Brasso, who's who's uh, you know vehemently defending. I mean, both. Both John Thune and 
uh, John Cornyn have, have openly questioned Trump's ability to win. Thune has endorsed Senator Tim Scott, so certainly not close allies, to say the least. Yes, absolutely. All right, with that, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, you can share it on social media. Leave us a rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. Get some feedback. Uh, you can send both Jake and me emails on that. Uh, we're, we're thinking about how we can improve this podcast going into the fall and will certainly be a very uh, impactful time with a potential government shutdown. You can also go deeper on all of the issues we talked about this morning and more by signing up for our free morning newsletter. All you need to do is go to punchbowl.news and put in your email and you'll get that every morning, Monday through Friday. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day and stay safe.